It's NBA All-Star Sunday, and somebody needs to answer me one question. How the fuck is Steph Curry still in the three-point contest? You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and for the time being on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. You can hit me up over on Messenger if you want any of the items that I put out for everybody right now. We're just working on depth charts. I am currently working on the NFL Draft kind of guide to uh, what's going on, where guys are projected in terms of rounds and stuff. That should be, my goal is to have that done by Sunday. We'll see how well that goes, considering the fact that this podcast was supposed to come out Wednesday or Thursday night. Uh, and that never happened because I was dog shit tired, work, getting the getting stuff done around the house, uh, namely the renovation of my garage. So... This podcast today is the makeup for the AFC South, and a bunch of stuff happened, so, you know, since the last time we talked, it's been about a week, so let's see what's going on around the NFL. Uh, You will notice if you do get the uh, depth charts that the Saints have come down a little bit, they're getting closer to the uh, actual salary cap, and they did that by restructuring uh, DeMario Davis's and Cameron Jordan's contracts, freed up about $13.4 million in cap room. They have restructured Drew Brees' contract. It just will not come off until the new year starts, and that's the first day of free agency. So right now they are sitting at $43.9 million over the cap. Um, They'll save about another $12 million with I believe it was twelve million with the Drew Brees contract. So we will see what else transpires with them. Uh but I mean you can safely expect them to get underneath that cap uh at that certain point. No criminal charges filed versus Broncos Von Miller. That came out before the weekend. Uh believe what was it? Domestic violence, I believe, wasn't it? But they determined no crime was committed, so the DA is not going to file any charges. So he's getting off scot-free. Um, we have a new signing, actually, in Houston, and I did not actually get this one on. It wasn't made official yet. And it probably won't be until Monday. Um, Houston had cut center, their center, Nick Martin, uh, second-round pick in 2016, and it saved them $6.25 million in the cap. Um, 
they have signed former Seattle Seahawks center Justin Britt, who had a torn ACL in the 2019 season. Uh, they signed him to a one-year deal worth up to $5 million. Um, so when you look at the depth charts, there is currently no starting center in there. Uh, that should be one Justin Britt. Oh, let's see. What, what else is going on? What's going on? Nothing else, really. Oh, multiple teams are interested in trading for tight end. Eagles tight end uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, one of them from the rumor mill is actually the Indianapolis Colts. So um, we'll see if he gets reunited with one quarterback, Carson Wentz. Currently under the salary cap as of right now. Now, the salary cap is going to be <clears throat> is not set in stone yet because they are working on the TV deals um, with all the networks, including Amazon uh, Prime. So the salary cap actually could be a little bit higher than what they're expecting. They were expecting about $180 million, uh, but they're expecting that to be a little bit higher. So currently right now you have 24 teams that are under the salary cap, uh, leaving the other eight uh, currently right now as over the salary cap. So we'll see what happens in there. But uh, without further ado, let's get into these depth charts for the AFC South. And we are going to start with one Houston Texans. We're going to start on the offense, head coach David Culley. Uh, currently, right now, there is no offensive coordinator, at least as of this recording, because I didn't see anything. So we're going to start here. We're going to start with one uh, very upset Deshaun Watson. He did rank out as elite. On there, his backup in A.J. McCarron is a free agent. He rated just above average. Uh, they did cut quarterback Josh McCown. Uh, he was set to be somewhat of like a quarterback coach. You know, uh, there was even talk of him being an offensive coordinator too. Um, but that has not yet come to pass. So uh, we're going to see what happens there. Uh, might as well go through the cuts that they have made right now since we have them. Uh, Senio Calamete, uh, the offensive guard, he is cut. Nick Martin, starting center, was cut. And running back Duke Johnson was also cut. Uh, fullback Colin uh, Gillespie, uh, rated just above average. Uh, running back still left on here. David Johnson, who did restructure his contract, rated just above average. Uh, Buddy Howell who, re who uh, actually signed a one-year extension. Uh, he rated just above average, as did backup Scotty Phillips. And then you have Dontrell Hilliard, who actually came over from the Cleveland Browns. He actually rated uh, pretty well above average. Wide receivers on the left side. You have Brandon Cooks rated in the blue, the very lightest of blues. Makes him a very good player. Uh, based on his performance this last year, according to Pro Football Focus. Um, but it's we're really going to have to see what's going on here. They're going to be hurting at wide receiver. Uh, backing him up, Isaiah Coulter, who didn't see very much time. He rated as average, below average rating for Damian Ratley. And then you have Javon Moore, signed a future reserve contract. He's a former Green Bay Packer. On the right-hand side, you have one Will Fuller who rated in the medium blue. 
becoming a free agent, he will still be suspended for a game or two uh, due to his uh, 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 PED uh, suspension. Uh, and then you have behind him for right now slated to start across from Brandon Cooks is actually one Kiki Kuti. He rated just above average, as did Chad Hansen and Stephen Mitchell Jr. In the slot, you will still have one Randall Cobb. He'll be in the second year of his three-year $27 million deal. He rated as a decent player. Tight ends. Man, don't know what's going to happen here. It's a, just a fucking mishmash in here. You have Jordan Akins rated as as decent. Darren Fells rated just above average. Kalel Waring just below average. Pharaoh Brown, who rated in the lightest blue uh, when he was in there. And that's the guy that they were really actually using uh, towards the end of the year once everything was set and done that they were out of the playoffs. They gave Brown a lot more run. Uh, along with Jordan Aikens. So that's something to kind of pay attention to. Uh, Paul Questenberry didn't rank anywhere because he didn't actually play. Along the offensive line, you have left tackle Laramie Tunsil, who rated out very well. Uh, backing him up is Roderick Johnson, who will be a free agent, rated just above average. Left guard Max Sharping, rated just below average. The only backup, immediate backup that they have, well, he's not even really the immediate backup to be fair, uh, you can look at Halty uh, Froholt uh, at right guard as a backup right guard. He he can actually back up both sides. He rated as uh, de- as pretty decent. Uh, Bo Benchawal uh, signed a future reserve contract at guard. We talked about Justin Britt. He has not been inserted yet. Uh, I'll be doing that this week. Uh, but the only other center that they actually had on their roster was Cole Cabral who is a future reserve center slash guard. Right guard starting right guard, Zach Fulton rated just above average on there. And then we just talked about Jalty Froholt uh, as a decent rated backup guard. Right tackle, you have Titus Howard rated just above average there. His backup, Brent Quavel. Uh, uh, will be a free agent, slightly below average. Charlie Hack bringing up the rear here for the regular players at tackle, rated as average. Jordan Steckler, future reserve offensive tackle. Place kicker, Kaimi Kai, Fairbairn. Fairbairn. The place kicker, rated slightly above average. Moving to the defense. Uh, we go through this here. Now we talk start talking a little bit about J.J. Watt defensive end he was cut as a uh for a uh, roster salary cap move peter calabale inside linebacker cut rated as average brandon williams cornerback was cut andy uh eddie vanderdoes uh nose tackle he was cut both williams and vanderdoes um god why do i keep saying vanderdoes i always say vanderdoes uh, but both of those were COVID opt-outs that actually got cut. So and this has happened on a couple of other teams as well um, where they just go, went ahead and started cutting some of these COVID opt-out guys. So really, yeah, they got paid for a year, but uh, it ended up biting them in the ass later. 
cornerback Mark Fields was cut. He was rated slightly above average. Mark Fields signed with the San Francisco 49ers, if I'm not mistaken, this week. So he's already found a team. Uh, we'll move on to the rest of the defense. Actually, we'll just start at punter. We'll just get him out of the way. Punter Brian Anger, pretty decent punter, rated in the medium green. Uh, and then we start at D-tackle, P.J. Hall, rated as average. Carlos Watkins is back up free in, is a free agent, uh, rated below average. And then Duke uh, Gerfor, uh no rating. He never touched the field. At nose tackle with Eddie Vanderdoes, does or does, um, out. That does make uh, last year's rookie Ross Blacklock the the starter, rated in the red, very poor. Uh, his backup Brandon Dunn, <laughs> poor. Alzia uh, Alaforja, I don't know. I'm not going to get his name right. He's rated in the why the fuck is he even on a team rating. Uh, so I'm not going to learn how you say his name. Uh, this is completely why they were uh, horrible against the run, right up the fucking middle, and it started right at that nose tackle position. Uh, with J.J. Watt gone at defensive end, you have Jar- uh, Charles uh, Amenahu starting. He's rated slightly below average. His backup, Andrew Brown, Whew. he's rated as poor as well. So they're going to need a defensive end in here uh, and quick. Starting weak side, outside linebacker Whitney Merciless, rated as poor. So, and you'll you'll see that the linebacking core is really not good here. Uh, his backup, Kyle Emanuel, never touched the field. He's a free agent. He's good as gone. Inside linebacker Zach Cunningham, rated slightly above average. His backup, Dylan Cole, rated below average. He is a free agent. Nate Hall, the third string inside linebacker. Uh, rated just below elite. Uh, don't buy into that too much. He just played really, really well on his basically 10 snaps. Uh, future reserve guy, Kurt, Curtis Bolton, in there. We'll see what happens there. The other inside linebacker position, Benedict McKinney, rated as average. His backup, Tyrell Adams, is a free agent. He rated below average. Uh, Jacob Martin is the strong side linebacker. He was rated slightly uh, below average. Brendan Scarlett. Uh, His backup, he's now a free agent rated as average. Um, uh, They had a lot of high hopes for Scarlett, and he just never came through. So he might be as good as gone here. Uh, Jonathan Greenard bringing up the rear rated slightly below average. Moving to safety, we'll start at the free safety. You have Justin Reed rated slightly above average. Michael Thomas, his backup as a free agent rated slightly below average. Jonathan Owens bringing up the rear, also rated slightly below average. Strong safety, Lonnie Johnson Jr. rated up uh, slightly above average, as did his backup in Geno Stone. Uh, so they're pretty set at safety. They're probably they're going to need a lot more help in the secondary, though, and maybe getting a DB that can play uh, free safety uh, as well uh, would not hurt whatsoever. We move to the left side corner. You have Garyon Car- Conley, who's a free agent, never saw the field. He got injured before the season even started. 
His backup, Cornell Armstrong, also did not see the field whatsoever. And then you have A.J. Moore, the third stringer, rated slightly below average. On the right side, you have one Bradley Roby, who rated out really well uh, in the in the medium green. He's solid. No worries there. His backup in Philip Gaines is a free agent, though. Uh, he rated as average, so it did Keon Crossen. He rated, yeah, like I said, Jesus. I'm, can you tell I'm tired? Can you tell I've been doing shit all day? Uh, rated, <laughs> rated as average. And then Eric Murray uh, bringing up the rear as a fourth stringer, rated slightly below average. In the slot, you do have one Vernon Hargreaves who rated well below average. Uh, and then, But he's hitting free agency. His backup in John Reed rated slightly below average. Offensive free agents, you now have four. Defensive free agents, you have nine, bringing to a total of 13. They are currently 33.1 million under the cap. So they're sitting pretty strong for new defensive coordinator Anthony Weaver right now. Um, as far as, you know, they're going to get rid of these guys. They're going to have to utilize the draft heavily. Uh, does not seem like. Anybody is going to really want to play there, but I, you know, you get the right amount of money, you're going to get guys in there. Uh, the Houston Texans did retain their special teams coordinator in Brad Seeley, uh, which was kind of surprised because their special teams weren't all that great as well. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Off to Indianapolis, you have. Phillip Rivers, quarterback, retired. Uh, also retiring was left tackle Anthony Costanzo. Uh, so that's two, well, one really big loss. The other one was at least a stable piece, which is the reason why they brought in Carson Wentz from Philadelphia uh, via trade. Uh, wasn't too bad of a trade. They didn't pay all that much for him. Plus, they got Philadelphia to actually pay most of the salary, so it doesn't affect the Colts. Uh, all too greatly, at least for this year, and I believe a little bit of next year, too. Philadelphia did hire uh, Nick Sirianni, the offense coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, so we have a new offense coordinator in Marcus Brady. Uh, would expect the same uh, style offense, uh, run, play-action pass type deal. Heavy run-first offense um, here and then. That should actually be able to keep the pass, you know, with a nice offensive line here too as well, uh, should be able to keep the pass rush off Car Carson Wentz, keep him off his ass for once, you know, <laughs> at least once for the most part in the last, you know, two years. So at quarterback, you do have one Carson Wentz. He did rate out above average, so he did not play all that terribly. Um, it was, and I don't blame Carson Wentz all that much, uh, in there, I mean, it does take some of the blame, of course, but um, just going into that season, just horrible, horrible offensive line. It's just how they mismanage that line is just atrocious, and it's no wonder that most of the coaching, you know, most of the coaching staff got fired um, because of that. So, uh, really high hopes. Can Carson Wentz take him to the next level? Uh, Phillip Rivers at least got them back into the playoffs where they lost in that first-round matchup to the Buffalo Bills. So uh, time will tell uh, if Carson Wentz is going to be the real deal and bounce back or if he's too far gone 
uh, basically mentally. Backup, Jacoby Brissett is a free agent. They're expecting him to be gone. Uh, he rated uh, pretty decently in the medium green. Uh, backup, Jacob Eason, uh, fifth round, fifth round pick last year out of Washington. Uh, didn't see the field, so he didn't get a rating. And then you have one Jalen Morton who signed a future reserve contract with them. Uh, moving on to the running backs, you know what we're going to say. We love, we love Jonathan Taylor. Uh, rated slightly or uh, in the light blue, so low end of the blue ratings, uh, just above the green, uh, which was very good for a rookie. His backup uh, in Marlon Mack, who injured his Achilles, I believe it was first or second game of the first game, first or second game of the year. Got it such a long time ago. Uh, rated in, but when he was on the field, he rated in the uh, medium green, but he is hitting free agency. Colts are not expected to resign him. Uh, backup, little Mighty Mouse guy and Naheem Hines, who we liked. Uh, same style rating as Jonathan Taylor in that light blue. And then you have slightly above average Jordan Wilkins uh, bringing up the rear for the main running back uh, setup here. Uh, Benny LeMay. Uh, who was a rookie last year, signed a future reserve contract here. Paul Perkins, future reserve, and one Darius Anderson, also a rookie last year, uh, signed the future, future, a future reserve contract for the love of God. Can you please just say it? Moving on to the wide receivers on the left side, you will have one Michael Pittman Jr., who uh, did rate out slightly above average. They're expecting big things out of him this year. Uh, taking another step off his rookie year. Uh, Desmond Patman is his backup rated as average. Ashton Dolan as well rated as average. Gary, Jen and Gary Jennings, who actually came over from Seattle, uh, signed a future reserve contract there. On the right side, you have one T.Y. Hilton, who rated in the highest of green levels, uh, but he is a free agent. He's going to test the market. Uh, Colts are only going to resign him if they get basically a uh, Dirt cheap contract on that. Backup Zach Pascal finished slightly above average there. Don't really care much for him. I do kind of like DeMichael Harris, uh, who they can use on the jet sweeps. He rated in the medium green. Very good season there. J.J. Nelson, former Arizona Cardinal, uh, signed a future reserve contract. And one Courtney Davis, who was also a rookie last year, uh, future reserve wide receiver. In the slot, we should see Paris Campbell come back. He was rated in the medium green. Uh, should see him come back fully healthy. It would be nice to see him stay on the field for a whole season so we can you know, raise our expectations that in this offense he is going to be fantasy viable. Quickly, place kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship, who was a pro bowler, I believe, uh, but was rated as an average kicker. So explain that one to me. But uh, it is what it is. Big fucking nerd. What does he play? He plays Dungeons and Dragons or Magic the Gathering, I think. He's such a nerd. It's all good. We like nerds here. Left tackle, you have uh, starting now uh, with Costanzo gone. Chaz Green, if he resigns since he's a free agent, uh, rated slightly above average. Uh, backups in Jake Benzinger and Carter O'Donnell, both future reserve offensive tackles. 
At left tackle, you have one Quentin Nelson, rated slightly below elite. So very good uh, left, uh, very good guard there. His backup in Will Holden it was average. And then Jake Eldr- Eldrincamp, uh, future reserve guard there. Ryan Kelly is your starting center. He rated slightly above average. Backup Joey Hunt is a free agent. He was average this last season. Right guard, you're going to have Mark Glowinski, rated slightly above average. His backup, Danny Pinter, was rated as average. And then you have future reserve offensive guard, Sam Jones. At right tackle, Braden Smith in the rankings of the lightest of blues. But he is in the blue ratings. Uh, So, I mean, when you really look at the Indianapolis Colts offensive line, uh, you don't have any average or below rated players, which is very tough to find in the NFL. Um, So they're off to a good start. They're going to definitely look for probably that left tackle, to be completely honest. Casey Tucker and Elijah uh, Kansaw. Elijah and Kansaw, both future reserve uh, offensive tackles for the Colts. Moving on to the defense. We're going to start at punter with Rigoberto Sanchez. Medium greens, which means he's really good. Uh, Austin Recklow, uh, my bad, uh, future reserve punter. I don't know why anybody would have a future reserve punter, to be honest with you, but it is what it is. Start at the weak side defensive end. You have Justin Houston rated slightly above average. He is a free agent going into the soft season. Ben Banago rated uh, below average. And then you have one Cameron Klein future reserve guy. He did see the field, but he was rated very poorly, very poorly. D tackle Grover Stewart. Rated slightly above average. His backup, Taylor Stallworth, was rated well below average. And then future reserve, D-tackle, Robert Windsor. Other defensive tackles position, you have DeForest Buckner, who was rated uh, just below elite. He had a very good season when he was on the field. Uh, They were hurting once uh, during that one stretch where he was out. His backup in Taekwon Lewis, rated slightly above average. Third stringer. Robert Windsor rated as poor. Poor. Robert Windsor will never get a starting job. Uh, and then you ha- also have another D-tackle future reserve guy in Chris Williams. At strong side defensive end, you have Danico Autry rated slightly above average. He is a free agent. His backup in Kamoko uh, Ture, slightly below average. And then El Caden Muhammad, the third stringer. Rated slightly above average, he is also a free agent. Free safety position, you have one Malik Hooker, who is uh, he's going to be a free agent. He's slightly above average. They're going to move on from Malik Hooker, uh, but they don't currently have a guy on the roster that could probably actually fill the role unless they wanted to move uh, COVID opt-out Roland Milligan over from uh, strong safety. Uh, backup, George Odom was rated as poor, and then you have two future reserve guys in uh, Abraham Campbell and Roderick Teamer Jr., 
future reserve free safeties. Strong safety, they're set with Kari Willis. He was rated in the medium green, uh, so he was really good. His backup in Julian Blackman, very average. And then third stringer, Tavon Wilson, uh, rated slightly above average, but is going to be a free agent. Uh, they could actually, maybe they could sign Tavon Wilson and move him over there. But we'll see. They'll they'll probably look a little bit more into the draft, try and fill that spot, to be honest. Left side. You got left side corner. Xavier Rhodes played actually really, really well this year. Uh, the highest of green ratings in the dark green. He's a free agent. I would expect them to actually resign him. Uh, they'll probably let him test the market first, though. Um, to be completely honest, backup Tremont Smith rated slightly above average. You will have, you will see uh, Marvell Tell the third, who is a COVID opt out. He'll be playing this year, and then two future reserve corners in Anthony Chesley and Nick Nelson on that side. On the other side, you have Rock Yasin, who's really disappointed ever since his rookie year. Uh, he is rated uh, below average. Backup TJ Carey. A rate is slightly above average. TJ Carey should actually probably be the starter, uh, but he is a free agent. We'll see if he actually gets resigned as well. Uh, what did I do here? Oh my god! Uh, edit, 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 edit. Marked him as a cornerback. Even though we know that, he's just a future reserve guy. Andre Shashir and Will Sunderland, both future reserve corners on that right side. In the slot, you will have Kenny Moore. Uh, he rated uh, the medium green. And then you have his backup in Isaiah Rogers, who rated slightly below elite. Again, not a lot of snaps, but played really, really well. Does that mean that Rodgers could maybe play the slot and then they could move Kenny Moore up? Who knows? But Kenny Moore has been really, really good in that slot position. I don't think they really want to move him from that spot. Offensive free agents, you will have seven. Defensive free agents, eight for a total of 15 for the Indianapolis Colts. They are currently at 50.5, almost .6 million under the cap, so they do have a lot of wiggle room. Again, that's based off the $180 million cap, which we're expecting to be a little bit higher. Let's move on to Jacksonville, where you will have new head coach Urban Meyer, uh, the man that I love to hate, uh, coming out of Florida and Ohio State. I don't like his profile, but mix a lot kicks much style. Oh, my God, that was horrible. Any which way. So, Daryl Bevel was removed as the offensive coordinator uh, in Detroit as they fired the whole staff um, and now has moved on to Jacksonville here to work under one Urban Meyer. Uh, it's going to be a lot of ground, a ground upon, a lot of ground upon play action. That's that's the key. That's the key everywhere he's been. Um. This is the spot where basically we're expecting Trevor Lawrence to get drafted number one overall. Uh, whether or not that comes to fruition, we don't know. But it's been pretty high profile that Urban Meyer has 
Uh, really like the Clemson quarterback. So we can pretty much project that Trevor Lawrence is going to be here. We look at the quarterbacks. Gardner Minshew will not be the starter here. Uh, the rookie would start right away. Gardner Minshew rated slightly above average. And what are they doing? Why is the score 7-2 to two in the second quarter? What the fuck are they doing? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even give a shit. Um, Mike Lennon, the big giraffe, a free agent, uh, backup quarterback. He rated slightly above average. And then Jake Luton, who got on the field. Whew. You know his rating was going to be red after that performance there. Running backs, you have James Robinson, who should be the starter unless Jacksonville moves on a running back in free agency. Wouldn't see them do anything uh, in the draft as far as running back unless they looked at a backup here. Reichwell Armstead, who basically just like died from COVID last year, but he's he should be back. He's still actually technically alive. He's a basically a fucking zombie walking on there. No rating for him. Uh, Chris Thompson, who was brought in from Washington last season uh, on a one-year contract, rated slightly below average. He'll be a free agent here. Uh, Daria Gunbawale, who they brought in from Tampa Bay, rated as an average running back. Uh, Divina Zigbo, who rated slightly above average, but can't really see the field too often. Uh, one Nate Cottrell, slightly above average. And then you have Craig Reynolds, the future reserve guy, who actually did see the field a little bit, enough to get an average rating. Before moving on to wide receivers, we just look at the place kickers here. Eldrick Rosas who actually used to kick for the New York Giants, and one Josh Lambeau, both rated slightly above average. Wide receivers on the left side, you will have DJ Chark, who actually rated in the medium green, which is very good. Um, it's just the fact that the quarterback sucked ass. Chris Conley finally hitting free agency here, uh, rated in the medium green as well. And then one Colin Johnson, the rookie from last year, uh, who actually didn't do too bad when he was on the field. Now, him and Mike Lennon had the connection, uh, not him and Minshew. It'll be interesting to see uh, if we get some kind of a connection between new quarterback Trevor Lawrence, you know, quote-unquote Trevor Lawrence, uh, and Colin Johnson. Um, on the right side, uh, and, and this is actually... A lot of people actually have LaVisca Chenault, uh, who rated in the medium green. They do have Chenault uh, listed in the slot, um, but I have chosen to move him to the outside for right now, uh, considering the fact that D.D. Westbrook is hitting free agency, rated slightly below average. Uh, even when healthy, they just decided not to really play him. So uh, D.D. is gone, thank God. Josh Hammond, future reserve wide receiver, bringing up the rear there. In the slot, I do have one Keelan uh, pain in the ass Cole. He's hitting free agency here. Uh, his backup in Trey, uh, Terry Godwin, who actually came over from uh, Carolina this last season, rated as average at wide receivers. Um, tight ends. Tyler Eifert. We'll see if he actually returns here. There was talk that they were actually going to cut him. Um, but I don't see anything yet uh, that they have. Now, they might be waiting until free agency starts. I don't know. Uh, there's going to be a lot of moves uh, the next week, week and a half here. So 
uh, definitely pay attention. Tyler Eifert, slightly above average at tight end. James O'Shaughnessy is hitting free agency. He is rated at average. He'll be gone. Uh, two down years for one Josh Oliver. Uh, basically, the basketball player hasn't gotten anything done. No rating. Uh, got hurt before the season even started. Tyler Davis. Uh, Tyler Davis actually, I believe, came over from the douche canoes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he rated a, he rated below average. So did Eric Solbear, who was hitting free agency. And then Bell, Ben Ellison bringing up the rear there, rated slightly below average. The offensive line actually was not too bad. Uh, the only guy that actually, as far as a starter, that rated, you know, kind of like, eh, is uh, right tackle Jawan Taylor, who rated as average, but I thought Jawan Taylor actually played pretty well. The offensive line as a whole actually played pretty well, so um, I would expect Taylor to play uh, a lot better this next year. Uh, but we start at left tackle where we have one Cam Robinson who rated slightly above average. He is hitting free agency. His backup is Will Richardson, rated below average. And then offensive tackle, future reserve offensive tackle, I should say, Austin Pleasance. At left guard, you have Andrew Norwell, who rated above average, uh, slightly above average. So he played pretty decent. Uh, backup Casey McDermott uh, did not see the field at all this year. And then Garrett McGinn, who is a future reserve. I believe McGinn, if I'm not mistaken, was actually a uh, UDFA, an undrafted free agent, um, last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so he actually made it through the whole year. Actually, they do have another uh, guy that was a uh, UDFA in uh, Trevor Wallace-Sims at the other offensive guard position. Uh, future reserve guy starting center is brandon linder rated in the lightest of blues but he is in the blues which is good uh backup tyler shatley uh tyler shartley uh rated slightly above average he will be hitting free agency here unless he is resigned before uh the new year starts uh right guard aj mccann rated slightly above average backup ben barch Rated as average. And then, of course, we talked about left tackle. Jawan Taylor rated as average. His backup, Derwin Gray, rated slightly above average. So the offensive line, even with the backups, uh, they'd be probably well-suited to actually keep this group together, uh, let it keep uh, keep continuing to grow. Moving to the defense, you have a new defensive coordinator, of course, in Joe Cullen, uh, new special teams coordinator, Brian Schneider. Uh, they are part of the Urban Meyer Rat Pack. So uh, I would expect a lot of changes for this defense, uh, which was not good at all, of course. So, uh, But we start at uh, weak side defensive end. You got Kavion. There's a lot. Actually, no, I should preference this first. There's a lot of different ways that this team can line up. Some... Uh, sites will have it listed as a 4-3. Some will have it listed as a 3-4. Um, I'm continuing to list them as a 4-3 until I see anything different. Uh, so with that being said, weak side defensive end, you got Kavion Chazen, uh, the rookie actually from last year. Pardon me. Rated slightly below average. And there, his backup in Adam Goetz, uh, Goddess. 
is slightly above average free agent Dewan Smute, uh, who I've never seen hit the fucking field, but he's a free agent as well. He is rated as average. Uh, D-tackle, you will have Al Woods probably taking over the starting job there. He was a COVID out, opt-out last year, but that's kind of a wait and see. This is a really going to move uh, and churn here for this team. Uh, backup, Tav, uh, Tavin Bryan. Uh, he rated as average. Doug Costa is slightly above average. Daniel Ross rated as poor. And then Daniel, uh, I like to call him ukulele, but it's it's like it's like uh, Ecuel, uh rated slightly below average. At the other D-tackle spot, you have starter Avery Jones. He's going to be hitting free agency. That could move one Davon Hamilton up, who rated slightly below average. And then his backup, Karan Reed, slightly above average. And then future reserve D-tackle, Gabe Wright. At strong side defensive end, you have one Josh Allen, uh, rated slightly above average there. Uh, backup, Laurenti McCray was a COVID opt-out. Uh, he'll be back this year. And then future reserve, Aaron Patrick. At linebacker, weak side linebacker, you have one Miles Jack. He rated slightly above average. Uh, backups, whoo. Two guys that should not be in the NFL in Dakota Allen and Chappelle Russell rated the darkest of reds here. Inside linebacker, middle linebacker, Joe Schobert rated slightly below average. His backup in Shaquille Quarterman uh, did not see the field last year, so he did not get a rating. Uh, Quincy Williams, uh, who was you know more of the backup last year, also rated slightly below average. And then you have Nate Evans as the future reserve middle linebacker. Strong side linebacker, you have one Leon Jacobs who rated slightly above average. Joe Giles Harris, his backup, rated in the darkest of greens. The darkest of greens. And then Aaron Lynch, who rated slightly below average. He's going to hit free agency. They're going to just let him walk. No big deal there. Free safety, you have Gerard Wilson, rated slightly above average. Uh, as did Andrew Wingard, his backup, and Brandon Rusnick, rated below average, and four-stringer free safety Doug Middleton, rated slightly above average. Strong safety Josh Jones, recognize that name? Yeah, former Packer, uh, rated uh, below average. He's hitting free agency. I would not expect them to resign him, to be completely honest. Uh, backup Daniel Thomas rated slightly below average. And Nate Meaders, uh, future reserve, strong safety. Your corners, uh, left side corner, Rashawn Melvin will return from the COVID opt-out list. Uh, I do have him slated to start uh, because he actually is better than one Trey Herndon, uh, who was mo the starter most of the year. Rated slightly below average. Backup Greg Maben, below average rating. He'll be a free agent as uh, Josiah Scott is also uh, rated below average. Right, right uh, corner here, you have C.J. Henderson, who rated as average. A lot of people wanted to stay away from attacking Henderson, but that was a guy that I like to actually throw on. Uh, his backup, Luke Baku, uh, rated as poor. And then you have... 
two corners in Quentin Meeks and Brandon Watson. Never saw the field, so no rating there. Uh, future reserve contract for one Josh Nurse. In the slot, you have DJ Hayden. Rated below average, hitting free agency. Not good. His backup, Chris Claybrooks, rated slightly below average. And then, of course, Sidney Jones, uh, who they move all over the field. Rated slightly above average, he is hitting free agency as well. Punter Logan Cook, rated slightly above average with uh, future reserve guy Cameron Nizalek. 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 God, it sounds like some kind of a fucking nasal medication. Nizalek. I don't know. I don't give a shit. Offensive free agents, nine. Defensive free agents, eight. Total free agents, 17. Salary cap. They have available $85.6 million. They are actually the top team with the most cap room uh, for 2021. So they have a lot that they can get done here uh, through free agency, but expect a lot of it to be attacked uh, through the draft. They'll try and build it properly. Hmm. Last but not certainly not least, Tennessee Titans. Head coach Mike Frable returns. We have a new offensive coordinator with Arthur Smith moving on to Atlanta. Uh, we have one Todd Downing. Uh, expect this offense to basically run uh, run the same as it did last year and previous years. You know, heavy, heavy uh, run attack with Derrick Henry here. Um, and then Ryan Tannehill feeding off of that. But let's start at the quarterback position. And one Ryan Tannehill actually was rated elite. Very good year for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, his backup, Logan Woodside, somehow got a rating of uh, slightly above average there. They do have Trevor Simeon as a backup and one future reserves uh, guy in. Uh, and Packer fans are going to cringe on this one. One Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> you fullback. Rated slightly below average, Kari Blazing game. Uh, moving on to the running back position, you have Derrick Henry, rated as elite. Uh, backup, Jeremy McNichols, rated average. Darrington Evans, the rookie from last year, rated as average. Uh, now he needs to stay on the field uh, because that allowed them to pick up Donta Foreman, the former Houston Texan, rated slightly above average. And then you have Sonoris Perry. Uh, free agent running back. He rated in the medium green, so he did really well when he was on the field. Oh, let's just do place kicker first. Steven Guskowski, slightly above average. He's going to be a free agent. I uh, don't know if they're going to re-sign him, but uh, if they can get a good deal on him, if he's not a knucklehead, he'll be back this year. Uh, Tucker McCann, future reserve kicker. Pardon me for the Titans as well so wide receivers let's start on the left side you have one aj brown who rated as an elite wide receiver when he was on the field uh backup uh two backups both future reserve guys cody hollister and chester rogers hollister actually rate uh did have a ranking uh from last year but that's before he came to the titans uh, and that was slightly above average. The right side, you have Corey Davis, who will be a free agent, rated slightly under the elite status. Backup Nick Westbrook, 
Um, Westbrook, uh, Nick Westbrook was the, uh, oh, it was like Ibane, Ibane Westbrook. Uh, but I cut that off because, uh, just couldn't fit it. And I just didn't want to do it because I'm kind of a dickhead like that. But, uh, two other future reserve wide receivers and Rashard Davis and Mason Kinsey on that side. Uh, in the slot, you do have one Khalif Raymond who is currently slotted in as a starting slot wide receiver, uh, but he is a free agent. Uh, Adam Humphreys was already cut. That was their main guy, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Uh, he rated slightly above average. And then you have one Cameron Batson. Uh, if they do not sign Khalif Raymond or bring in a guy to fill that slot role, Cameron Batson would be the guy uh, rated as average. Tight ends, a lot of free agents here. Uh, starting with Johnny Smith in a very light tight end market. Uh, so he's hitting, he's actually hitting free agency at a pretty decent time. Uh, but Johnny Smith rated in the medium green, so he's rated very well. Anthony Ferkser was the highest rated tight end for the Tennessee Titans in the dark green. Uh, Michael Pruitt, free agent, rated slightly above average. Jeff Swaim. Slightly above average free agent. Three future reserve guys at tight end. Parker Hess, Tommy Hudson, and Jared Pinkney. Pinkney was actually a rookie last year out of Vanderbilt. Oh, now we're going to do the offensive line. Let me take a drink here. Mm -hmm. Delicious. Left tackle, Taylor Luan, rated slightly above average. I was Backup in Ty Sombrello, also rated slightly above average, but he's hitting free agency here. Uh, but they do have backup in Anthony McKinney, who was a COVID opt-out, and he'll be returning here. And then future reserve uh, offensive tackle Paul Adams. Left guard, you have one Roger Saffold there. Uh, he is rated in medium green. Did very well coming over from the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, why do I have David Questenberry twice? Why is Questenberry twice? Why do I got the Questenberries? Oh, that's because it's Paul Questenberry. Jesus. Paul Questenberry. For, it's Paul Questenberry for the Houston Texans, and then you got David Questenberry for the Tennessee Titans. Okay, okay, I see you, I see you, I see what's going on here. All right, all right, I feel you, I feel you. Uh, moving on to center. Starter Ben Jones, rated in the darkest of greens, as was his backup in Aaron Brewer. Uh, bringing up the rear, you have one future reserve contract for Daniel Munyer, who is actually a center slash guard uh at right guard you have one nate davis rated in the medium green so he did really well his backup jameel douglas though very poor indeed at right tackle you have dennis kelly rated slightly above average uh because you know the rookie that they signed last year or drafted last year and isaiah wilson uh he's basically a piece of shit um, which, you know, happens to most kids nowadays. But uh, they're going to part ways probably with Isaiah Wilson. He doesn't want to be there. Uh, we're not talking about trade. We're talking about drop. Like, it sounds like Isaiah Wilson just does not want to fucking play football whatsoever. So, sucks for Tennessee, but 
they'll move on. They'll probably recoup that contract as well. Uh, Marshall Newhouse, then. Everybody remember that guy, right? Marshall Newhouse. Rated slightly below average. He's hitting free agency, uh, but they'd probably be wise to keep him. Uh, basically, bare minimum guy uh, if they do. Moving on to the defense, you have new defensive coordinator, Shane Bowen. And same yeah, same guy at special teams. They did cut quarter, quarterback Chris Milton. He rated below average. And they did make an offseason addition already here. Uh, one Julian Taylor, D-tackle. Uh, he was a free agent. He was injured. Um, and they went ahead and re-signed, or, uh, signed him off the street, basically. Um, but when we look at the D-tackle position there, uh, be the left side of the line, the weak side of the line, uh, Jack Crawford, who I don't know if they're going to bring back or not. He's going to be a free agent. Uh, rated slightly below average. His backup, Laurel Murchison, rated below average. And then you have Julian Taylor, who's actually pretty darn good. So if Jack Crawford is not resigned, I would actually expect Taylor uh, to get a shot to start if they don't bring in a rookie here. So uh, keep paying attention to that. Nose tackle, you have Daquan Jones. He's also a free agent, uh, rated slightly above average. His backup, Matt Dickerson, below average in there. And then at DN, you have Jeffrey Simmons, who rated the lightest of blues, but it's still the blues. Uh, his backup, Tier Tart, rated below average. And then one, Dalen Mack, future reserve defensive end there. Uh, weak side linebacker. You got Harold Landry the third rated uh, slightly above average. His backups in Derek Robertson and Wyatt Ray, uh, both rated slightly below average. Davin Bellamy, future reserve guy. Uh, yeah, good luck there. Uh, inside linebacker Jalen Brown rated slightly uh, rated. Yep, rated slightly above average. Is also a free agent. Uh, his backup in David Long, uh, slightly below average, and then Will Compton. Uh, the third stringer, he is hitting free agency, but he is below average. Anyways, Rashawn Evans actually, at the other inside linebacker position, actually raised his level up to average this year. Uh, he was rated as poorly before his explosion in the playoffs last year, or in uh, 2019, my bad. His backup, Nick Zubner, hitting free agency at the worst times because he is dark red. Uh, the lowest you can go. Two future reserve inside linebackers, one Tizar Skipper, who actually saw the field at, at one point, rated slightly above average, and then Jan Johnson there. Uh, all strong side outside linebacker. Uh, of course, we know Jadavian Clowney probably not re-signing here in Tennessee. Uh, he was rated in the medium green. His backup, Darren Bates, is also a free agent, rated slightly above average, and then future reserve, uh, outside linebacker Nate Orchard, uh, rated slightly above average. We move on to the free safety position where you have Kevin Byard, rated slightly above average, as it is his backup in Amani Hooker. Uh, so they're pretty set there. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do here at strong safety. Uh, the starter, Kevin, Kenny Vaccaro, uh, rated as average. Uh, his backup in Dane Krushank. Uh, rated slightly above average. Joshua Kalu rated as average. Kareem Orr, 
is slightly above average, and then one future reserve guy in Maurice Smith, uh, who they can move over to the free safety side. Left side corner, you have one Malcolm Butler who rated in the medium green, so he rated well. Backup Chris Jackson, woo, rated in the red as poorer. Christian Fulton rated as average there. Uh, right side, you have one Adoree Jackson who rated as average. Now, they did cut Breon Borders, the corner, and then they re-signed him later in the week to a better contract. Uh, he rated in the medium green. Ty Smith, third string, backup corner, free agent, rated slightly above average. And then, of course, uh, Desmond King the second is also a free agent, rated slightly above average uh, in the slot. He was the guy that they traded for from uh, the L.A. Chargers. It would be interesting to see if they let him go, uh, but they are kind of strapped up against the cap a little bit here. Uh, last but certainly not least, punter Brett Kern, uh, rated in the medium green. He did well this last year. Offensive free agents, eight. Defensive free agents, nine. Total free agents, 17. Where are they sitting on the cap? Just a little under $10.6 million. So uh, they're really hoping that this cap uh, does actually go up, which we're kind of expecting with the uh, TV contracts here. So it'll remain to see, be seen what happens, where we go from here. But that's it for the AFC South. The next two podcasts, we will do the NFC West, which means we'll deal a little bit more with J.J. Watt. And then we'll move. Uh, we'll finish off the depth charts on the AFC side for the West divisions with the uh, AFC champion uh, Kansas City Chiefs, of course. Um, but then moving forward from there, we'll kind of get into a little bit more free agency talk. Talk maybe talk a little bit of draft, um, but I kind of want to focus on uh, free agency since it is really kind of upon us. We'll take a look at some of the, the positions, um, and then maybe we'll just kind of go through and see if there's anything anywhere that we can look to see where these guys might go. There's a lot of people out there that do not pay attention to the salary caps whatsoever. This whole bullshit that the bears are going to going to get Russell Wilson. Good fucking luck with that. Where are the, where are the bears right now while we're at it, while we're talking about it? Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? How are they doing against the cap? Oh, they're still 2.827, or I'm sorry, $2,827,958 above the cap. Yeah, they're going to take on a really big contract here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me that one again. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking think so. But that's it for today. There will be a new podcast every day this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So you're going to get five. Maybe I'll do a bonus six. But guess what? I don't like to do that shit on Friday. So this is your boy, D-Roy. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs>